This is Reverend Raymond Kaufman, pastor of the Log Cabin Community Church in Vinings, Georgia. Welcome to our podcast, which today is entitled Advent, Welcoming the Christ Child. As we approach the month of December, we're preparing ourselves for the Christmas season, and this is the season of Advent. And I know some faith traditions uh, in Christian churches will celebrate Advent more than others. And I'd like to talk a little bit about Advent today and how we celebrate Advent at our church here, the Log Cabin Church in Vinings, Georgia. The season of Advent it really anticipates the coming of Christ from three different perspectives. We read in Scripture about the Messiah coming and how the Jews, when Christ was Christ came in into their culture, many of them thought that the Messiah was coming. So Messiah coming into history, the Messiah coming into our hearts and our lives during the Christmas season, and then Advent also alerts us to his second coming. So Advent has a past, a present, and a future. Let's talk a little bit about Advent. It always starts the fourth Sunday before Christmas. And at our church, we have an Advent wreath, and one of the family members of our church will come forward, and they do a particular reading for that Advent Sunday, and then they light a candle in honor of that Sunday. This is the first Sunday in Advent, and we had a family that came and and lit the first candle, which is the candle represents hope. It's a season observed as a time of expectant waiting and preparation for the celebration of the birth of Christ. The term is an English version term of a Latin word, adventus, meaning coming. And so we are celebrating and preparing our hearts for the coming of Christ as the Christ child. There's three different perspectives when we look at Advent. It it offers us an opportunity to share in the ancient longing for the coming of the Messiah into into history. And it also signifies the longing for the Messiah into our own heart and our own lives. When we read in scripture, we read about a fellow the name of John the Baptist. Some faiths call him John the Baptizer. But God sent him as a prophet, preparing people before Christ came in and to share the good news. And John preached about the Messiah coming, and he said, we must prepare the way. And John told the people to make a highway in the desert for God. And he told them, you must be prepared. The Messiah is coming. And to make the crooked ways straight and to make the rough places smooth. I think about our lives. We just celebrated Thanksgiving here in the United States. We're preparing for Christmas. And I think it's a time of year we do a lot of reflection and we look back at our lives for the past year. And we think about the things that we are very grateful for. But we also think about maybe the rough roads that we have been on. You know, John the Baptist said, Jesus is coming and he's going to make the crooked ways straight and the rough places smooth. Think about your life. Did When you look back at your, your last 12 months, did you have some roads that you felt were kind of crooked? Did you have difficult time in your life? And then did you have some rough roads where, you know, John said the rough places are going to be made smooth. No, it's not a literal highway that John was talking about. He was talking about the hearts of people. 
And he's saying, in our hearts, God is going to prepare a way for us that will make life better. He was talking about repentance. And John was saying, you must repent and you must prepare yourselves for the coming of Christ. I read a story this week about a famous person and he was being interviewed by a reporter. And the reporter said to this celebrity, he said, excuse me, sir, I understand that you're a Christian. And the celebrity said, yes, I'm a Christian. I, I, I celebrate Christianity in my life. And he says, well, let me ask you this. Do you ever confess your sins? Do you, do you ever repent from your sins? And, and the fellow said, well, you know, I make mistakes, not a lot of them, but when I make mistakes, I try to repair them in my, in my own mind and in my own heart. And, and the reporter says, don't you confess those to Jesus? And he said, oh, I don't want to get him involved in it. <laughs> you know, how can we as Christians uh, sin and ask for forgiveness and to not realize that Christ gave his life, the, the beautiful, beautiful Easter story that ties into the Christmas story that Christ came, but he gave his life so that we could have the forgiveness of sins. Advent is a recognition of the fact that humankind needs a Savior. We all need a Savior to save us from our sins. When we think about the busyness and the business of Christmas, we think about the, the, the things that we have to accomplish this time of year. There's purchasing presents. There's preparing special foods that we enjoy, particularly this time of year. There's parties and functions to attend, and a lot of things get very busy. But Advent encourages us to focus not on the busyness and the business of Christmas, but to focus on the spiritual meaning of the Christmas season, and to take time in our lives to pause. John the Baptist, he calls us to to repent, but in that repentance, also we have to produce fruit that is consistent with repentance. As a tree is known by its fruit, you know, an orange tree is going to produce oranges, an apple tree, apples. And so it is with repentance. As we repent of our sins, and as we grow in our faith, then we're known by our good works, that we want to return the goodness in the lives of others. You know, let's talk about the mission of Advent. The verse I read this week is, the glory of the Lord will be revealed and all people will see together. We celebrate four special Sundays, the first Sunday of hope, then of joy, then of peace, and then finally of love. Let me share a quote I read this week. It says, Advent is a time of transformation of our paths of life when every valley of our lives shall be lifted with hope and every mountain and hill shall be made low by joy. The rough grounds in our lives shall become level by the peace and the rugged places will become smooth by the love that the little baby in the manger offers. I read a story this week about a very, very prestigious prince, and he was traveling through his kingdom, and he was in a very poor village. And when he was in this village, he saw a beautiful young woman, and he wasn't married. He was quite taken by her. And he tried to figure out a way of how he could introduce himself to her, but he didn't want this woman to fall in love with him because he was a very wealthy, prestigious prince. He wanted her to fall in love with him because he was just a nice person. So he went back to his castle and he changed his clothes and he 
relocated and moved to that village and dressed just as a common person. He got involved in work and in life, and he pretended he was just a commoner. And he finally met this woman. They dated, and he fell in love. And once they fell in love, and he knew that she had fallen in love with him for who he was within his heart and his mind and his soul, not for who he was as a prince, he knew he had made the right choice. Instead of overwhelming her with his might and power, he humbled himself. He became a villager so he could get to know her. When we think of the story of Christ at Christmas, we think about Christ coming to earth. He didn't overwhelm us with his might and his power, but just the opposite. He humbled himself and he came to us as one of us. As we pause at this holy time of the year, this Advent season, I pray it's a time for you to enhance your spiritual life, to look within, repent, and then to bear fruit of the season by sharing goodness with those around you. My prayer for you is a very special Advent and Christmas season, and I wish for you hope, joy, peace, and love. God bless you.